Welcome to Solidarity Socialism from Below podcast, where we take the time to talk to socialists in the U.S. and abroad about the local struggles they're involved with uh, and how those local struggles connect to the international struggle for socialism. Today, I'm joined by uh, Vinny Almeida, who is a history teacher and an activist with the socialist organization Comuna in Brazil. Uh, welcome, Vinny. Um, and maybe a good starting point for us would be to talk about, you know, what Comuna is. Hello, Luke. Thank you so much for the invitation for this very good conversation that we're going to, to do. And I think I'll start saying that Comuna is, well, as in an internal group, uh, we call tendencies or friend uh, of the PSOL, which is the, the Socialist and, and Liberty Party. There is a legalized party. There's a, a party who, who has the right to, to, to run for elections for the Congress and presidential and states, so on and so on. And we have a, some, some rules of our political part, party system and, and PSOL is the, I think the only one, only party, only socialist party, uh, self-claimed self, uh, socialist party that is uh, legalized uh, and, and, and permitted and, and has authorization to, to run for all the elections. And we are a tendency uh, the part the, the PSOL is a party created in 2004 for the PT PT dissidents, which is the Workers' Party, the, the the biggest party of the left, which has Lula and Dilma and the for, former presidents and and governments. It's a big big country in this uh, like like a Democratic Party or Republic. Republic Party in U.S. is uh, more or less the same proportion, and uh, our criticism or uh, the criticisms of of PSOL at that time, 2004, took into account the reproduction of parts of the neoliberal agenda of the previous uh, of the previous government of FHC which is the short, the initials of Fernando Henrique Cardoso, which was the, the former president before Lula, uh, and which, which appears in the, the, by the pension reform and the, the guaranteeing the autonomy of the central bank in several privatizing measures. Uh, in every election, this I, I was saying about the PT government, the, the Workers' Party government that reproduces, repeats some uh, neoliberal agenda. It's not quite the same, exactly the same, but it's close, it's very close to the former government. And in every election, PSOL. PSOL launches presidential candidate candidacies for opposition to governments, both in Dilma's and Lula's governments, and uh, in the Temer, Temer government, which is was the vice president of, of Dilma and uh, and became president like an like an, an underwood way, which are coup d'etat uh, in 2016, and we also an opposition of them. And Kamona was uh, uh, created in 2017. And now we have four years, four years long, or four, four years of, of life. It's uh, in this party model, in this way of building a party in, like PSOL, it's important to have a tendency because we have, uh, we, we have more than, than our program is more is more brighter broader than the the the, the, the discussions inside the PSOL. Uh, as long as we and we allow it to do that, we we have 
liberty. We have the freedom to 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 have our own program. That's the the the, the mainly meaning of of the name of peace all. You you can be a socialist like all, but you you have your own socialist conception inside the, the party. That's the the the. The, the way to build the, the PSOL. In addition to be a socialist, we are anarcho-socialist and we are international, international activists. We have an, uh, 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 a belief that the, the socialist cannot be built in one country. It had to be a worldwide uh, struggle, like all in Fourth International. And because we are in the fourth international, which is uh, the organ international organization that we all are, we we have to build uh, uh, an internal group in PSOL, uh, also being uh, uh, a PSOL member. Yeah? So there's that. I think we can summarize Comuna like that, like an internal group in PSOL, which is this part of that is a socialist party bigger, bigger mm -hmm. socialist party. Yeah, I, I think, at least to me, the the stuff that PSOL and the other section and Comuna and the other sections of the Fourth International in PSOL are doing is, is really interesting and in a lot of ways really, really relevant to a lot of the work that socialists in the United States are doing. While we aren't maybe as mature as the socialist movement in Brazil because we don't have our own electoral party like PSOL, there is kind of maybe something similar, uh, which is the DSA, uh, the Democratic Socialists of America, which is something that's popped up. It's existed for a long time, but quickly grew over the last six or eight years after the pre uh, the Bernie Sanders presidential election. And it's also kind of very much a multi-tenancy organization. Everyone within it is, um, considers themselves a socialist, although the variety of social, like socialist conceptions as you described it, uh, changes uh, from person to person. And interestingly, we're kind of going through a process right now, unofficially within DSA of kind of people organizing themselves in what we call caucuses, uh, but what maybe might be in some ways akin to tendencies within PSOL. So it's interesting to hear hear a little bit more about that because I think there's a lot to learn just from how PSOL and members of Comuna and others uh, kind of manage these differences in PSOL, like the, the yeah, autonomy yeah. of the groups, but also like the common purpose. And maybe yeah. you could speak a little bit about the, some of that kind of stuff. When, it, when we woke in the morning and we we walked through the day and the days, the living together in PSOL is harder than the, the theory, I think. It's, now we have a, a very important discussion in the party, which is the, if we had, if we're going to, to, to run for the presidency, uh, of the Republic or, or we're going to support Lula because Lula is back in the game and a significant significant part part of the party, significant uh, sectors of the party, I think majority of the party are want, wants to support Lula. And we have this internal fight to 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 stop them, but I, I think we, we, we can't. And, and th there is some differences uh, uh, between the groups that form the international section, because none, none of the groups uh, supports Lula, but we have differences with groups different relations with groups that support Lula. For instance, Guilherme Boulos, which is the homeless leadership, which was the last uh, candidate for PSOL. Uh, some groups of the, of the fort support them more than, our, more than us of Comuna. And he wants to support Lula. Do you get the point? Uh, yeah. We, we cannot say that, that 
other groups in 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 PSOL, in in the fourth international and PSOL support Lula, but we know they support who wants to support, and 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 that's a problem. But I think I I I, I think besides what I said, I don't think uh, I would be nice or respectful that I uh, detail uh, the the. the the differences between others groups in the section because they have to be here too to 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 say the, the their side of the story but it but but what i said it's absolutely true it is not an, an accusation it's not a, a speculation it's it's the whole truth but it's they they have this their reasons to do so and and is not yeah, my no. my I'm always my position to to say what what the reasons are. Uh, I just say that we disagree, and and that's why we are in a separate mm -hmm. internal caucuses or tendencies. What do you want to say? And I say uh, the DSAs is a very good example to similar to to, to point a similarity. With with PSOL, it's something like that, something like PSOL. Yeah, no, I'm always amazed at, you know, I think a lot of people, especially US, kind of think that there's this massive gulf of difference between like uh, socialist groups internationally. And it's interesting to me that a lot of the same, like a lot of the debates that you're having in Brazil, it sounds like, kind of mirror a lot of the debates that we're having currently or recently had in the United States. Um, like oh, yeah, yeah, debate yeah, over Lula. Oh yeah. yeah the, because the it, it, it's something like support Democratic Party or not, it's something like that. Yeah, Biden yeah, or similar. not. Or uh, Sanders, yeah. yes, but Biden no. Yeah, exactly. So yes. so yeah. So like in the Trump versus Biden campaign, I guess and then going further back, the Sanders versus Biden versus everyone else campaign, there was yeah. first the debate about whether we should even intervene and support Sanders as revolutionary socialist because he adopts the name Democrat or you know, so there's that. And then there's also the, well, Trump is really, really bad and Biden also bad, but is he bad enough for us to not, you know, so there's all of these different approaches that you can take to this. And I think, oh, I think it's interesting we, we to hear a, about a little this difference. Sorry, sorry. I, I interrupted no, no, you. Uh, it, it, there is one important difference be between US, of course, and Brazil. There's a lot of differences, but there's one that I, I had to point, point out because in Brazil, we have a, a presidential election divided, split it in two turns. In, in, in America and in the United States, you have the, 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 the pre-elections, pre, pre in the parties, in the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. But after that, it's two candidates and you have to choose one or another. And of course, if I was in US, I, was, I would choose Biden because it's literally a matter of life and death situation, I think, you know, because of the, 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 the pandemic. And, and uh, of course, in uh, the in the second turn, if the the the, the, the candidates were were Bolsonaro and Lula, I, I was not I will I would not just vote for Lula. I would make a huge campaign for Lula. I will say to everyone that he's my best friend in the whole world. I love him, and I, I would be confused. Uh, I would be easily confused by. Uh, for uh, recognized as a PT and a, as a workers' party militant in in this scenario, but uh, uh, the, our our discussions is if Lula is so strong, uh, PSOL support in the first turn is irrelevant. It's it's meaningless. The only meaning to to, to support Lula in the first turn is to silence. A uh, socialist voice that brought us here with the most important socialist party in Brazil for the last 15 years. 
Um, this is the real problem. And this is the discussion, Pessoal, not the discussion that we are going to, to have, have doubts to, dis, to, to make a huge effort to, to summarize, to get together all the forces that are forces of, I think, reasonable peoples. It's not just left and right. It's reasonable peoples, people against insane people, against barbarian peoples, in, in the worst uh, meaning of the word, because you can, in a context of historical context, you can say barbar barbarians are cool, but um, not in this context. The context is that to destruct the advances that humanity made in the last centuries. So I, I think I, I, I wanted to, to point that out. <laughs> no, no, I think this is a, a really interesting point and adds a lot of nuance to, to the conversation here. Thank I think you. I think so. Speaking of these sort of uh, uncool barbarians, uh, you know, in the socialism versus barbar barbarism sort of conversation that we're having, it, it seems one. interesting <laughs> that we might want to talk about Bolsonaro, especially in relationship to the uh, pandemic. You know, I think in the United States, there might be a mirror to this or a parallel, which is Trump and his response, which was kind of COVID denialism. And when he couldn't deny it anymore, it became COVID racism. Uh, on top of that. So yes. I'd be interested to hear that's, about... That's, that's the first time I, I heard this expression in English. I think it's appropriate, COVID racism. It's very interesting that you brought this. So I have to ask you, how long that you have to, to heard about Bolsonaro? You have a day, I have, you have two days, you have a week. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I mean, it's I've... going to be long, man. <laughs> We're going to discuss a lot about that. We have a lot to say. I try to summarize in notes the, because I want I, I, I don't want to be so dramatic mm -hmm. or <laughs> or yeah uh, or boring or bo boring. But I think I think we have we're going to have a uh, discuss a while about them. I can I can start because uh, summarizing the, the the mainly points of the the Bolsonaro government. I can summarize Bolsonaro government as a authoritarian government is still within a democratic regime led by a fascist. It is a democratic regime, but Bolsonaro is not a democratic leader. He is a fascist. We can say that it is a proto-fascist government, which is a prototype of a, a fascist government. It's a fascist, maybe a fascist wannabe government, as a, using a younger, younger expression, of new generation's expression, wannabe something. Uh, in co a comparison would be with Hitler in the government as a chancellor, as a prime minister, before he became the, the Third Reich uh, leader. Of course, Hitler uh, changed it in months, in four months, as a chancellor. In January, he was a chancellor in 1933, and in April, May, he was a Third Reich. Bolsonaro, I think the difference between Bolsonaro and, and Hitler in this case is not the intention, is the struggle is uh, strong to do it the, the the will to do it the will to do it is the same the the power to do it is not the same the political economic the economical poli policy of the the bolsonaro we call ultra liberal which is neoliberal but a little worse adopts the liberal agenda but in a less mediated way that governments such as those Lula and Dilma, which are, we consider social liberal, it advocates privatization in all areas. They want to they sell all the, the, the states' companies, including cut our fundings for essential public services, such as education and health. Uh, my example, I have been approval teacher in a federal college exam in 2019, and for and and I am not drafted because the school is not authorized uh, by the government government to hire new teachers. 
and they are needing new teachers. They are closing sections of the school because it's a state school and it has sections in a lot, lot of cities, campus in, a, in several cities and they needing, they, they are needing teachers and they can, can hire, can't hire. Environmental policy is perhaps where Bolsonaro does the most damage. Bringing here, uh, I, I think I bring in here the contribution of another comrade in Comuna called Marcelo Soares. He published, I think you, you I, I suggest you translated his article because uh, I'm bringing things of, of this, this article, of his article, who says that in this Two first years of Bolsonaro's government, Marcelo Salles, which is the environmental minister, uh, did everything he could to dismantle not only environmental policies, but necessary structures for its execution. NAMA, which is the National Council of the Environmental, uh, that, that brings uh, Native Americans, uh, people, uh, who lives in the in the, the forest area and so on. So environmental licenses rules for irrigation projects and the limits of area of permanent preservation. There is the regulation I was talking about, which had the effects is a major barrier to Bolsonaro. Fight with Bolsonaro and stop it him to do worse worse things not just treat, treating the, the pandemia and so on and we have a lot of examples bolsonaro hates the supreme court hated it and all the time he has a chance he curses them in broad daylight uh, several times he, he did it several times uh, the results of this awful environmental policy is the I got here the data. The, according to the International Institute of Space Research, we, we had the largest fire recording of the decade in 2020, in 2020, rising 15% in the rainforest. The rainforest, 15% of the rainforest got burned and 120% of the Pantanal forest, which is a, a southeast. It's more to the south forest, but it's an important one. Uh, the, the second biggest uh, forest in, in 2019. According to the, this National Research Institute, uh, more than 440,000 square kilometers, which is more or less 30,000 miles kilometers of devastation, which corresponded to the 13% of the biome. Deforestation in the rainforest, on another hand, broke a record, growing to 9.5% from 2019 to 2020. So in the first year of government Bolsonaro, of Bolsonaro government, it was a big burnout, a big fire in the rainforest. But it is also bigger in 2020, 10%, almost 10% bigger. Uh, I, th I think you are, you are a little tired, but I have to say a little more. In other hand, another which Bolsonaro mismanaged his progress was in the religion flexibility of sides, uh, many of which are banned in other countries and highly dangerous to human health. Thousand new products had already been approved, a set record. It's the, it's the worst country in the world uh, in the, the treating of the, the agriculture treating. It's the worst. And in other, in other, uh, in other party, in other parts of the government, in other sectors, other themes of the government, they are also horrible. In the diplomatic policy, I think Bolsonaro is the worst possible diplomatic po uh, policy. Has a, Bolsonaro has a, the worst diplomatic po policy. 
relations because he has worsened relations with European countries such as France, also do the neglect of the rainforest, have worsened profoundly with China, which, which is the only the biggest trading partner today of Brazil. And Bolsonaro, all your chips with USA by exclusively Trump family and including campaigning for his re-election, as you know. Now, even in with the US, which would be the priority country for Bolsonaro to be uh, the, the best relations, the diplomatic relations, uh, the relationship is not good because it, uh, as Trump lost and Biden did not like the involvement of the president of their country in supporting his opponent, the election, of course. Uh, in addition, Bolsonaro is closely associated, associated with Christian fundamentalists, who says that vaccine is the devil's thing and turned all his attention to conservatives, conservative guidelines such as fighting legal abortions. Legal abortions, not abortions at all. Legal abortion. In Brazil, there are some cases like victims of rapes and high-risk pregnancies for the mother who are legalized. And these people are against this, not just abortion. And there's, they, they do campaigns. They, they go to hospitals who are going to do procedure in a, in, in a child who was molested by his uncle, for instance. That is, that's a real, real case. That's a real uh, scenario. And that is the most important support for Bolsonaro. The, the, the fundamentalists are bigger and bigger in Brazil. And they are the last uh, refugee for Bolsonaro. There's no one else uh, to, to support as I scale, the, in this scale, as the fundament, as the fundamentalists. The fundamentalism is, uh, Bolsonarism, I think, is very similar to Nazis and classic fascists in a central aspect. His speech constantly rescues an idealized view of a Brazil's past, only unlike Hitler who is reference, referenced in an old Reich or Muslim who idolizes Roman Empire, Bolsonaro praises the, the military regime, which was a dictatorship in a force between 1964 and, 18, and 1985 in Brazil. He is originally a military man who was expelled for, from the military forces and had has followed the political path since then, be, being elected congressman for 30 years and now represents a sector of the military forces who never accepted the end of the, the, the dictatorship. They, they never accepted and they want it back. And that, that's the mailing speech of Bolsonaro. In that time, the dictatorship was, was cool and uh, they had no crime and people were happy, and so on and so on. I think we can do a parallel with Mussolini saying he's the, the, the new Homo Empire leader, and, and, and Hitler, he's saying he's a new Carlos Magno, Charles Magno leader of the German Empire, I think. Yeah, I think, and this is... I, I think it was too long. I'm sorry about no, that. No, not at all. I feel I think, like... Uh, this has been some super important. I think context. this is this is summarizing. Yeah, no, no, this is very important because I think it brings up some again some kind of parallels to the to the U.S. situation in many important respects. You know, Trump does make, very make America great again. Make America great again, for instance, is, is right, the big man. one kind of exactly exactly. Again, it's vague as to what he's what what is that past. Vague in the sense that it's a vague white supremacist vision of the past. Um, although, yes. right, you could say it's a dog whistle or a reference to the this antebellum South or something like that, or pre-civil rights era United States. So I think there's yes. that yes. parallel, which is and is and, and Bolsonaro rare. also, sorry, and Bolsonaro also is very related to Dubena, to Steve Bannon. 
the Bannon connection is very God. interesting and because is, say a lot. I don't. He's like an, a person who just kind of appeared on the scene and somehow has this massive influence over kind of the the new right globally, which is yes, very much interesting. Yeah. His reach. But I think another interesting thing that you brought up was kind of Bolsonaro's what you called ultra liberalism. Um, and it made me think about like the United States um, and kind of what Trump is doing or what I've thought kind of Trump represents, which is an attempt to complete neoliberalism or kind of like to, to take out all of the stops good, and get to the spectrum. Right. You know, kind of get to this kind of. Everything is totally privatized. What's interesting in the United States is over the last 40 years, we have a very bare bones social welfare system and everything is now almost exclusively run through public private partnerships. And so there's not much left to to liberalize. And so this is kind of capital's attempt to create a little bit more space by deregulating uh, environmental stuff, especially things around uh, petroleum and uh, natural gas and things like that. And this kind of brings up another question and something that's debated in the United States about, you know, what, what is the class composition? Like who who is supporting Trump? And this is something that's debated and almost impossible to answer because how do you get the stats to figure that out? But who 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 is supporting Bolsonaro? Yeah, uh, this is a complex question, uh, uh, not just for Trump, but for Bolsonaro too, but I, I think I think it's not that complex. I, I think the, comp, the, the the difficulty is to understand why <laughs> they understand why why the why people support Bolsonaro. But this is we we can answer that too. But uh, as I was saying, the the fundamentalists Christians. This is a hard word, even in Portuguese. I'm sorry about that. No, don't worry. Uh, but we, th this is the pe perfect word for defining this these people because they are so crazy, man. They they say uh, beings gonna to cure the 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 COVID nineteen virus, the coronavirus, and they sell that for a large price, like like <laughs> like the the story tale. Of the of the beings, <laughs> we have the same thing in the United States. Yes, I, I, I think this is the, the 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 beginning of the answer. A lot of Brazil is a very colonized, it's a very submitted country to United States, and and especially cultural it has a submission, a cultural submission. The, the American way of life is reproductive in, in Brazil in a dystopia way, in a distorted, distorted way, in a bizarre way, but it is the, the, the mainly in, intention of people to, to Bolsonaro believes and, and, and their, their, their supporters too, that the only way to Brazil to, to, to rise is to doing exactly what the United States did in the past and doing in the present. So uh, the problem is, is that the United States is, doesn't have just one way to, to, to walk. There is the, he, he, beside the, 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 the limits of the, the, the political system, which we all agree that's very limited, there are different forces, different thinkings and, and we, we cannot say that Obama is exactly like Trump. This is, this is insane to say. Of course, they are at uh, most alike, they admit, but, uh, but also different. And, and, and Biden, of course, is, is that too. I said about the fundamentalists because they are the biggest, the, the bigger allies. They, are, they have churches around all the country, in all small cities, cities, I I I I did had the, the opportunity to teach in a one hundred thousand people city, and there are several churches of the the 
neo-pentecostals, the protestants, it's, it's most protestants with uh, the new protestants is more like the, this, this version, modern version, TV mm -hmm. uh, wise version of, of protestants that uh, are very, uh, are more like an entertainment cult than uh, anything else. We all do respect who, who believe is in, 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 in this type of church I'm just describing the way they do it they do things they are millions they had millions of of adept of followers and this is important in a in a election in the in 2018 bolsonaro was supported by, by several major uh, groups that not that, that are not with bolsonaro now they, they split it. Uh, we can say Sergio Moro, Sergio Moro and uh, Lava Jato with a car wash, car wash operation. Uh, I never said it in English, so funny <laughs> to say in English, car wash, but it's the, the, the exactly translation. Mm -hmm. Car wash operation that was a major federal police uh, operation that, that arrested hundreds of, of uh, politics and, and leaders and, and, and had bought, brought Lula to, to, to jail. And we will, I think I will discuss this Lula case after, but that is the context. They, they are not together more. Bolsonaro fired Moro of the justice minister the justice uh, he was the justice justice minister and he, he was not fired he he quit but he quit because a lot of pre because of the big pressure that bolsonaro did, did to him he, he wanted to to hire and fire uh, subordinates of the the minister and moro did not accept it because it's, it's an interference in, in his job that he wouldn't allow it. Because Bolsonaro is a corrupt, is a corrupt uh, leader. And he, he, he and investigations against him are getting closer to him. They, they already get, got uh, a friend and already brought light to bad things in the Senate, sta Senate staff of Flavio Bolsonaro's which is the oldest, oldest son of Bolsonaro, which is uh, washing money. You, you use this expression, washing money, to clean money, dirty money from militias, from narcos, and so on and so on. The, the, he, was not, he was not guilty yet, but the, 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 the news and the, 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 the elements were that was brought to, to light to, to media, it was very suspicious ones. And, 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 his, and recently Flavio brought, brought, uh, bought a six million house, six million reais house, which is something like one million, one, one, one million and a half dollars. He, he has no pay, payment as a Senate to, to, brought, to to, to, to buy that, he can't buy that with, with his Senate money, with uh, congressman money, it's much little. He has a good good payment, but not so good. Yeah, no, this is, again, kind of an interesting parallel to the Trump stuff. Um, kind of late in Trump's term, he like began pressuring people to quit and firing them and stuff like that very publicly, especially like, I think, recently was the defense minister in Brazil, right? Towards the end of Trump's term, yeah. he did the yeah. very same thing. And it's it's very interesting to see these the, the, parallels come the, out. Yes, of course. The, 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 I, I didn't brought yet the, the, the military forces because the military forces are not important for an election. They, they don't bring votes, mm. but they are the force. They have weapons and this is the importance for Bolsonaro and for everyone, but especially for Bolsonaro. So I think maybe, I guess there's a couple things we could talk about, which is one is uh, how 
the pandemic has affected politics in Brazil. Obviously, um, it seems like it m clearly has damaged Bolsonaro's position because of his mismanagement, maybe, or maybe not. Maybe his Christian fundamentalist support only grew stronger because of his opposition. So it might be interested to talk about the effect of uh, COVID-19 on uh, the Bolsonaro administration, but also it might be interested to talk about how it's affected the work of, you know, the socialist left in Brazil uh, in organizing and things like that, because this is something uh, we've also been struggling with uh, in the United States is, well, we can't necessarily get together in the same ways that we used to. Um, so how do we organize in a different way during the pandemic? So I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I don't think I could answer that. I, okay, that's fine. I think I think I'm going to, I, I'll try, of course, because you invited me and we are friends and this is a good good conversation, but I think um, I, I can't, I can't. Man. I, I, the first one, uh, I, I have, a, I think, a good answer because you, you brought the two hypotheses that Bolsonaro, you ask, Bolsonaro is stronger or weaker? And, and my answer is, my answer is it's much weaker. But he also was, in the beginning of the pandemic, he was very stronger, dangerously stronger. But the, the things didn't work out for him. And I'm going to say a little about that. Uh, Bolsonaro's terrible government made it even worse in the context of the COVID pandemic 19, COVID-19 pandemic. He first denied how serious the situation could be, echoing a speech similar to Trump and in, in some US media that the disease was just a small flu. Uh, then he mobilized supporters of his government to disregard the isolation measures of the state's government and the Supreme Court to organize acts against the, the chamber of the deputies, the Congress and the Supreme Court, always combating, always struggling against measures to combat the pandemic. He was a you can say an ally of the, the, the pandemic, an ally of the virus. There are several sketches that, 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 that put Bolsonaro hugging the virus like he was the, they, were, they were best friends because they are. It, this is not just a joke. This is a little bit close to the reality because an excellent research led by a researcher called Professor Daisy Ventura from the state São Paulo University, which is the biggest one in Brazil, the, mo the most important uh, university in Brazil, is a, is a state one, a public one in the most important state, the, the, the more, more, most rich state of the, the, of the country, there is São Paulo, reveal that all these, this rich search revealed that all these attitudes are part of a strategy of genocide, not occasional, not occasional, not by, by not casual genocide, but intentional genocide. I, I still have doubts whether, whether their murder was intentional or not, or just a consequence of what we most what was most important to, to Bolsonaro, which is to maintain electoral, electoral base, electoral support from a very conservative, anti-science, aggressive, and very suspicious of traditional politics uh, in the mainstream in some sectors in, uh, of the mainstream media. The, the sectors are also very suspicious of the mass media. They, they fought against mass media. And Bolsonaro wanted, wanted to, to say something to, to him. They, they speak for, from, from this speech. His actions are actions to this sector, which is a big sector. We think maybe 20, 30% of the, the Brazilians think like that. That's a lot. That's that's minority, but a big minority and a loud min minority. The fact is, Bolsonaro maintained high popularity until the end of 2020, 
when the world start the world yeah, and and this changed when the world started to get vaccine including countries with economies weaker weaker economics than brazil like chile for instance and bolsonaro refused to conduct a vaccination campaign in the country by the way uh, even today even today when the vaccination started there is no government advertising campaign encouraging vaccination there is not they they are they are doing vaccination but they don't even do a campaign to to incentivate the the got mm-hmm. it to no there is no propaganda there is no there is no publishing uh, agenda uh, and and when when however when the vaccination starts to give some positive results in the countries including especially when the results came in USA that bolsonaro always treats as an example to be followed that that USA you bolsonaro uses all the time the, as an example to be followed when we saw USA doing the vaccination and getting the results and the, the 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 deaths of the vaccine are dropping uh, a lot drop it a lot uh, the president's popularity is start to fall a lot and increases the pressure for him to commit to commit himself to a vaccination in the country vaccination in brazil started by uh sao paulo's government not the the federal government ruled by a strong opponent of bolsonaro joan dora who was uh, a light in 2018 another one that split it with bolsonaro today 80% of the brazilian brazilian vaccination was carried out with the vaccine developed by the government of sao paulo of the uh, by the government sao paulo's government and the chinese government 80% the the corona we call the coronavac and this was a huge defeat for bolsonaro both because he had to step back and displease his insane electorate insane supporters and because he had to recognize the merits of one of his, of his most stunt opponents of the most strongest opponents that's that's doria sometimes uh, and, and i compare doria with churchill again we are talking about the history of, of nazis uh, of nazis and fascist of the world war ii uh, churchill wasn't a nice guy he was the worst man he, he was a, a bad guy he was conservative he supported uh, uh, south africa apartheid but he was the right guy in the right time in the right place and and he he's known as the one of the heroes against nazism we, we can say almost the same about doria doria is it's a bourgeois conservative very much alike bolsonaro in some in several levels he he's more alike trump or uh, instead he's like that he's a big 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 uh, company man who has a lot of of companies and a lot of money and he got in in the politics saying that he's an outsider he's something else it's much alike trump but not even trump got so far that bolsonaro was not even trump trump was worse than bolsonaro and when this happened in brazil some of the his allies said oh man that's too far man i, I think i think i think i'm going to to support the vaccine of course I, i i don't care if workers died of course but i think i think it would be better for profits that the vaccine is applied and people doesn't die i think i think a little bit better and and this this is the the, the this the situation in the con- in this context that bolsonaro is weaker in march this very month this very last month uh, things got even worse for bolsonaro first with the announcement of the conviction of lula which is, was the former president accused of corruption and convicted in 2018 which his annulment lola was again eligible was again permitted to 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 be a candidate and will probably be a candidate in 2022 
uh, and and would be probably the, the stronger uh, opponents of Bolsonaro. And yesterday, because yesterday we had a survey, a published survey pointed that she, that Lula has 18 points more than Bolsonaro in a preview in a, in a survey of the presidential election. So it's a big big difference, and and this is. This is something that Bolsonaro was was very uh, are very worried. He is very worried, of course. Lula's uh, already made a, a a speech in March 19th, March 9th, March 9th, nine nine of March. How do you say? It? Yeah, ninth of March. Yeah. 9th of March, which can be treated as a historical speech because he's attacked Bolsonaro. And there is a there is a trivia, there is a, a joke about that because two days two days after uh, Lula's speech, Lula said in the, his speech that Bolsonaro uh, allied to people who doesn't believe the world is round. And and in a in a in a live section, Bolsonaro brought for the first time of this his he he does a week live every every Thursday, and in this Thursday after uh, after Lula's speech, Bolsonaro brought a global uh, a global uh, <laughs> representation for the first time. It was obviously obviously a new one. He just brought bought it. He just bought it and and and, and brought to the to the live, and he was wearing a mask. For the first time, too, he never wears a mask because he wanted to say that people are free to use the mask and is a dictatorship to say that you have to use the mask. They don't say anything about people who runs with cars and don't walk, uh, runs in the in the sidewalk because they don't have the freedom to kill everyone in the sidewalk. This is not a dictatorship. This is insane, man. You are, you yeah, are yeah. saying something crazy. So answering you, I think Bolsonaro is weaker, but he was stronger and then he got weaker. No, no, this is, yeah, again, similar pattern to the United States. Uh, you look good saying it's not too serious until it gets serious. And then with, with a difference, because it's uh, Brazil is the worst country uh, nowadays. Uh, in the pandemic treatment, last day uh, died 3,500, 3,500 people died last night, last day. And the, the, uh, the specialists say that we're going to lose 100,000 people only in March, only, only in April, only in this month, this current month. So uh, there is the, 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 the contrast, the difference between Brazil and the other countries. The scenario is different from U.S. The other things are similar, but this is uh, this is was way worse for Bolsonaro. For us, of course, but for Bolsonaro's image. Yeah, no, this this makes sense, and maybe this is like a good opportunity to take a few minutes and just like zoom out from like a internationalist perspective. I was having a conversation the other day with a friend of mine, thinking about kind of. The dynamics of a virus, which is something that is constantly undergoing genetic changes, and there's new variants and stuff like this, and thinking about it in terms of kind of uh, medical imperialism. Uh, right now, we have the United States, the UK, and the European Union kind of hoarding vaccines for themselves and defending like the patents that capitalists have, that the pharmaceutical companies have on those vaccines, preventing them from being widely available uh, places outside of the US and Europe. And on the on the one hand, there's kind of a contradiction, right? It looks like the United States is protecting itself, but with this kind of profit-driven perspective that's defending these patents, it's only making the pandemic future pandemics worse and it, it, by preventing this from by preventing the covid vaccine from going to brazil or subsidizing it to other countries it's actually making the future pandemics worse because new variants will spread and we'll have to come up with a new vaccine in the united states or whatever in the future not only that but it's also extremely harmful to people elsewhere that don't have as easy access to the vaccine yes of course 
Um, I think maybe one way to close out this conversation is to kind of go back to the beginning of it in a way and talk about, you know, what do you see the prospects? And maybe this is something, how is the left positioned in Brazil now after the, like in the midst of this pandemic and after kind of the obvious failure of Bolsonaro's project and the return of Lula, what do you, what do you see happening in the political dynamics in Brazil? Well, to answer that, I'll have to to bring up to bring it up the last month of the pol pol Brazilian politics. That is the, the the what what did Bolsonaro in this scenario? He he is weaker. What is the answer of him to 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 that scenario? To this scenario, I think we can start in, uh, saying that Bolsonaro was very pressured by the positive repercussions of the vaccination in Brazil and Lula's returns to the political game. And Bolsonaro made a move articulating a self-coup, like a self-coup d'etat, which puts in pressure on the armed forces to guarantee an application of stage of siege. Do you have this expression? A siege state? Yeah. It's, it's like that. And when, when military forces close uh, several liberties, you can do whatever you want, you have uh, a time to go home. And Bolsonaro wanted to, to, to put a, a siege state uh, on action, which uh, in the week of the March 2031, that the, the, which is the date that marks the 1964 military coup, that's symbolic. He, thought about that. Uh, this move won't, went worry because the minister, defense minister refused to have the call of signaling that in other generals in his place tried to do so. They refused to do, uh, to put the, to, to follow the order of a uh, state siege. So Bolsonaro had the pen to do it. He could formalize the, 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 the order, but the, the, the forces, the military forces would not follow him and he, he would be bad in this situation. So Bolsonaro gave up the self-coup and fired uh, the defense minister of the defense and split the military incursion Congress and the Supreme Court to put even more pressure, pressure on the government with the investigation, parliamentary investigation. There are brought up for the Supreme Court. And now, th these days now, this last week, all we talk about is the, 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 possibility, the possibility, the real possibility to be open an investigation on the parliament, on the Congress against Bolsonaro COVID treatment, and, and he is very pressured. We believe that, 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 that this could lead to, a, to impeach. I, I also don't believe in that, but, but it, it's a possibility. I, 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 I do not uh, put my, my, my bet on that, but it's a possibility. Uh, but it's in this scenario, in this scenario, we arrived today in this scenario, I thought today we are the country with the worst situation and the world due to the pandemic, vaccination is happening. Although slow, a quantity of vaccines, of vaccines was purchased by the federal government to cover the majority of the population of the early, of, of as early as 2021. I think uh, by the end of the year, we may have 50% of the population vaccine or 60% or a little less, but you can also testify that in, in, in US, less than that uh, brought major results, good results. And Bolsonaro, which is the, the biggest ally of the virus, is, uh, I, I like to say, uh, is uh, the worst time ahead is in the worst time I had of the federal government. It wasn't because I wanted to, but 
I, I think I'll, 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 I'll prepare in my notes a telling story. I, I think I'll, I'll tell a story uh, to you that it's very typical in Hollywood, in movie stories, because the heroes, these heroes always seem to be defeated by the villain, but then in the end, they defeated they defeat it and the film ends with a happy ending and maybe maybe this is the the case not a very good very very good happy ending but uh, it's a better ending that we are we are presenting right now and the socialist party the socialist in, in liberty party socialist and freedom party the PSOL, has positioned itself well in this situation in this in this scenario always in favor of the isolation measures of emergency aid of for poor peoples, poor families, in favor of max vaccination, free and immediate, uh, uh, of uh, free, immediate and fast vaccination. The PSOL just have 10 congressmen of a universe of 500, so we are very little but uh, we had a great influence on the good measures approved by the congress and we are fighting we're still fighting for several measures i think i think PSOL, the socialists uh, had a, a major role in this reality because we was a barrier to the barbarian barbarians we are very much always fighting bolsonaro always fighting his measures and and I think I think we have a little influence for this uh, final result. It's it's very little. But you 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 ask me what what the socialists can do in in this unsolid time. Uh, we can do what what we can. Like uh, we we say in Brazil, an ant's job. <laughs> I, I don't know you you doing you you say like that. But uh, it's, uh, we are little people, we are so little, we are less, but we are doing the, our difference. And we, are, we have to, to still do it. And PSOL by that, because of that, PSOL is a major target for Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro hates us and his, uh, his supporters hate us more. They, we are very... Much we are very at attacked by Bolsonaro's and Bolsonaro's fans. And yesterday, just yesterday, for example, uh, a pass a PSOL council councilwoman, a may a city councilwoman in the city of Victoria, Victoria, which means victory, but it's uh, in, in Brazil, was interrupted by one of the in one of the, his speech by a fascist councillor. Bolsonaro supported, who said that being from because he was she was from PSOL, she had no right to speech because PSOL is the worst party at all of all, and they don't have uh, we don't have to say to speech. Of course, she she continues to speech bravely, and and he he the, the name of her is Camila Valadão. He, she was the name of her is Camila Valadão, and she is also a fourth international member, not just a, a, a militant for PSOL, but also from, from the fourth international member since 2000, 2009. She was a, a great, great friend of mine, and she was. It, 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 this is an example. An example, uh, she was, what she suffered, unfortunately, unfortunately, is not uncommon for pastoral activists, especially women and especially black women. Uh, we elected several black women in the last uh, city council elections in, in Sao Paulo, uh, Porto Alegre, Rio de Janeiro, Vitória, Fortaleza. But uh, I, I have to say to you, and I, I quote this: uh, the fact is, the fact is that th this violence against us means that we are getting it right. Like uh, Don Quixote, Don Quixote said, uh, "Dogs bark." It means that we are moving forward. Well, I I think that's like the perfect place to end this conversation. Um, dogs bark because we're moving forward. I think that's a great way of kind of phrasing the current situation. 
It's just like we uh, we um, uh, combined that. We we didn't discuss that. Of course, yeah. It's great, but it was great like that. And then and I also repeat my profound solidarity. We are doing a show for a, for a solidarity organization uh, to Camila Valadon, which is a great friend of mine. You should meet. You should meet her. She's great. And she was, she was also very brave and, and never stopped talking besides the fascist. Well, well, thank you so much, Vinny, for uh, this really fantastic interview. I feel like I learned a lot about the current situation and a lot of the context in Brazil. And hopefully uh, you and I will have another conversation soon. So anything else you want to say before we close this out? Oh, I just want to say thank you. This recording, this, uh, this podcast is going to be very useful, I think, to to our international solidarity. I think I think I, I, I try to to bring a little hope because I think the, the people who who sees the Brazil today, they naturally, if they are human beings with human emotions, they, they, they got sad about us and they had to be and I think it's a, it's a very good gesture that you are. But we have to rise our, rise our heads and move forward because the struggles continues. Yeah, op, uh, optimism of the will, uh, pessimism of the intellect. So uh, thanks so much, Perfect. Vinny. We'll talk Thank to you. you again soon, hopefully. Looking forward to more conversations. Thanks to everyone for listening in to our conversation with Vinny. If you want to learn more about Solidarity, you can check us out at our website, www solidarity-us.org, on Twitter, at SolidarityUS, and on Instagram, at SolidarityUS1986. Solidarity forever, and talk to you soon.